the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Oh, wait a minute. That was me. Oh, look, here I am. Oh, look, my listening friend, there you are. Guess what? We're going to get together today on Come Together San Diego like never before. We're going to blend the different generations today. And I'll tell you what, uh, this if you look around at what's going on in the world, there needs to be just not just one generation standing for godliness. All the generations need to stand for godliness. And we're going to pursue that topic today on Come Together San Diego. I have one of my favorite people in, in the studio with me, two of them actually, but uh, Sophia Leeper is uh, with the, with uh, the Leeper family. Many of you would know them because they're all over the place ministering <laughs> in so many different ways. Uh, so, Sophia, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Yes, yes. And she has the thing strapped around her neck that's called a, what's that thing? It's a guitar. It's called a guitar. And so she's a musician, but she's a, a, a singer. But she's also, I would say, she, she carries the mantle of an evangelist in some instances. Mm-hmm. She's a teacher. Um, she, she's a writer of different things as well. I mean, she does everything, let's face it. <laughs> and she, uh, she just got out of high school, did you not? Yep. Yep, you did. And so I, I want her testimony and her songs today to be an inspiration to you, because sometimes we look around and we go, what's going on with this generation? Do they not get it? Are we in trouble because uh, they're going to take the ball and go their own direction, and uh, it's going to be dangerous for civilization dangerous for Judeo-Christian values. When you hear about uh, things that uh, Sophia has to say and her insights, it's going to give you a breath of fresh air about what the younger generation has and wants to share uh, related to God and godliness. And, of course, my producer is here, Neil Fraser. She's got her guitar. Neil Fraser and I have been buds for a long time, and we do 24-7 worship and praise. He brings us faithful clarinet with him. So I had him bring his clarinet as well. So there may be some instances when Sophia's uh, playing a song that she's written or actually doing an impromptu song that you may hear a little bit of that. Maybe even Kaz will toot the harmonica just a little bit. But speaking of tooting horns and things like that, you know, my listening friend, if you've been with me long this any length of time, you know, during very, very important shows, particularly uh, with, with, with Judeo-Christian tight Judeo-Christian values, I may blow the shofar. And today I brought didn't bring my big kudu antelope shofar. I brought the little ram's horn shofar because this is time for us to pay close attention to what God is saying. And the shofar is meant to command attention, but also to proclaim warfare, to proclaim feast and festival days and harvests and things like that. So I brought my little shofar, my ram's Horn so far, we're going to start. Is that okay with you? Sophie? Yeah, totally. She goes, that's loud, Kaz. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. And so Neil Fraser and Sophia Leeper and I are in the studio. I'm going to let this Ram's Horn uh, blast, and then we're going to be talking a little bit about the who, why, what, where, 
when and how of Sophia Leaper. Is that fair, Sophia? Sure. Okay, yeah. well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Ram's Horn, here we come. I hope that has gotten your attention, my friend. That's what happened in the Bible when the Bible talks about blow the trumpet in Zion and, 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 and the ram's horn was a, a, oftentimes a declaration of warfare. And I think there's a spiritual warfare going on, wouldn't you say, uh, Sophia? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and oh, yeah. You, you and I were talking on the phone about this show and you know we came up with a theme called um, Unfolding God's Glory. And you, when, I, when we talk about Unfolding God's Glory, the, the 18-year-old almost 19-year-old kind of a person named Sophia uh, Leeper has a different point of view about that than old cash. So we're going to talk through those things. Is that okay? Sounds great. Why don't you start out by, I mean, you can do some strumming in, in the background if you want, but uh, I want you to tell me a little bit. We've got about five or six minutes left in this first segment. It does go quickly. So tell us a little bit about uh, Sophia Leeper, who, why, what, where, when, and how. Sophia, lay it on us. <laughs> Um, so, like you said, my name is Sophia Leeper, and I am one of eight kids in the Leeper family. Yes. And I've been raised to worship the Lord and to, and um, raised with the Bible. Um, our family does um, what we call family altars or family devotions every morning uh, at around like 8 o'clock. And my dad's a pastor, so he'll bring the word. Sometimes we'll bring the word. Um and we do worship, and the Lord has really just raised uh, me and my family up through that and has grown us a lot. Um, it's been really cool just seeing what the Lord is doing, how he brought us from not really knowing anything about like music, except my mom was uh, did do a music major, so she knows a lot about music. She sure does. But um, like when we were younger, we didn't play any instruments. We just We just listened to worship, and we worshiped along with it and then my brother started playing the guitar i picked up the piano and the drums too right yeah and later the guitar <laughs> and now all my siblings play instruments i love it but um and, and some then, of them sing gorgeously oh yeah oh yeah you better hear jubilee and bethany <laughs> yeah, exactly today we're gonna hear sophia but um it's been really cool because the lord has launched us to traveling and doing worship at different events we've been in revival meetings in oklahoma and oregon and we're going to do more. We've traveled up California just doing worship at different places. And it's it's been really cool. The Lord has brought some serious breakthrough to certain areas. One of the things that I'm impressed by, your mom and your dad, they don't they don't coddle you at all. They just go, <laughs> why don't if you've got something, give it. You know, and, I'm, and they're very proactive with you, young, younger, you children. And um, there, there's a level of confidence when your parents uh, entrust you for things. And you, there's a lot of freedom. So here you are, uh, a young lady, and you're ministering to many, 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 many people out on the road, literally, with your family, the 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 eightsome and the moms and the mom and dad kind of thing. I mean, it's just amazing. And sometimes one of one of the younger kids will pick up the microphone and they go, "I have something I want to share." You know, this kid is smaller than your kneecap. You know, and so. I, I, I'm thrilled that you came up with the, the strategy of unfolding God's glory. Because, you know, in the three minutes we have left, I mean, uh, maybe you can kind of give an overview of why that is so important. I mean, look around the world. God's glory needs to be seen. And I'm tired of people saying, this is my glory. Look and see. Look what I can do. Yeah. I mean, 
like what you said, the people people want to be glorified, but what does that ever come to except exactly. for pride and uh, pursuing the things of the world? Yes. But in order to um, pursue the things of the Lord and bring heaven to earth, we have to pursue the glory of God. Yes. And his presence on earth so that he can do what he wants to do, not so we're doing what we want to do. Yes, yes, yes. So um, you're going to be playing the guitar throughout the entire two-hour show from 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific time, my listening friend. But what, why don't you just give, start an A-flat, an a just a chord progression there, and let's just work with it. We've got about two or three minutes left. And let's just work with the theme. I'm going to call out the theme, Unfolding God's Glory. <clears throat> Sophie Leeper, what is Unfolding God's Glory? What does it sound like, Sophia Lieber? Show us your glory, Lord. Oh, we want to see your glory displayed on the earth. Raise up your sons and daughters. We call this generation, come out. Come forth, let it be birthed. We call this generation, come out. Come forth, let it be birthed. Oh, raise up your sons and daughters. May they prophesy. Raise up your sons and daughters. May they see visions. So my listening friend, there's a little flavor about what it may sound like. Uh, Sophia has a few songs that she's written that she might want to play during the, the entire uh, two-hour period of time from 5 to 7 p.m., but I'm also encouraging her to uh, do impromptu songs. You know, when you look back in the days of Scripture, the enemy, the Bible talks about when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord will raise a banner against mm-hmm. the enemy, but sometimes that's a banner of praise and worship. Yeah, and uh, praise and worship is a thing where the enemy just does does not know what to do with praise and worship because God inhabits the praises of His people, and when God shows up in the middle of worship and praise, then warfare is secondary because all He has to do is go, and all of a sudden everybody fights against themselves, you know. And you you talked, Sophia, about pride and things like that, but the pride and arrogance of the other warriors from other nations and nationalities and other points of view and non-Judeo-Christian individuals, uh, they, they kind of attack each other because pride is the issue and it isn't uh, intimacy with God. Yeah, yeah. And even like what you said about praise is sometimes praise is put, put to the side or um, you don't you don't see it as something I know. And powerful. It's some, sometimes yeah. it's the thing that you use to warm up the audience for the preacher. Right. Come on, but stop it's that. more powerful than you know. I mean, uh, there was... One instance where, like, praise brings the glory of God. So you praise the Lord, and he sends his glory. Yes, he is. We can talk some more about that in other segments as well. You know, I'm just looking at my to-do sheet here. I'm, it's remarkable, but also I, I, we're going to talk a little bit more about how one might activate this young generation, but even beyond that, listen to this, my friend, how one might activate yours and my generation if we're beyond the young person generation, because we can become complacent. And this is no time for complacency, is it, so, Sophia? No. My listening friend, uh, Sophia uh, Leeper, and my 
producer Neil Fraser and I are going to talk more about these things, in particular what it looks like to unfold God's glory, depending on your generation. That may define itself slightly differently, but all with the same goal. We're going to talk more about that and so many more things when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Come Together San Diego, because we, our whole heart cry at Come Together San Diego is for... San Diego, <laughs> to come together. You like how I did that, Sophia? How you do the t- title and all of a sudden the title ties into what you're talking about? Isn't that wonderful? Smart. I'm just, I'm just, teasing. <laughs> I'm just teasing her. We, we have uh, done some worship and praise together in several different environments. Um, one time, recently, we were up in central, uh, like Riverside County, doing worship and praise up there. You, you were doing the worship and praise. You and your uh, multifaceted family. And uh, we were in the group of people that were coming along to pray over California. And uh, you let her rip. I appreciate that. And you had a lot of freedom, too. So I, I, lo- lo- I really love the topic that we're going to talk about. My listening friend, here's the deal. If you, if you look in the news and you look at down the street and things like that, there are young people all over the place, okay? And sometimes you think, well, they don't have a clue what's going on, but it's Time to have a clue. But the problem is sometimes the younger generation, I mean, maybe Sophia's age, you know, just coming out of a high school environment or something like that, they're conditioned to, you know, the, the, the games, the, the games that they're playing, and it's really, you know, blood and gutsy kind of a thing. Or um, it could be, and I'm not saying it always is, but it could be, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? And some of these people, young kids, young, youngsters could be influenced uh, in the wrong direction. And so when you talk about Judeo-Christian values, they go, I don't care about Judeo-Christian values. I care about the values that make uh, me happy. And so I'll I tell you, Sophia, sometimes in the middle of the night, I wake up and I, I'm praying for this generation because the future falls in your hands. Any thoughts? Yeah. No, I was just, I was actually just taking a note down, but uh, intercession in prayer for our generation and for the lost is so important. We don't realize how powerful prayer is because you don't always see the result of your prayers when you're in your bedroom on your knees before the Lord, but it has such a powerful impact Yes, more than we could, more than we could ever know. And even just praying for this generation is powerful and so necessary. So when you pray for this, you, the younger, your generation, okay, how is a prayer different than if you're praying for the older people? I mean, is it a different point of view or a different presentation or uh, you know the younger mindset better than I do even though you you have been God has blessed you with a, a, an environment where you are nurtured in God, God's ways more than many other youngsters are but you have a sense of what's going on out there yeah uh, so how do your prayers differ from when you're praying for the younger generation versus the people that think we know it all because we've been going to church for a gazillion years. How does that, how does the prayer, prayer change? I think one thing that's really important to keep in consideration is just even like the school systems and how, oh, how they man. indoctrinate. Uh, yeah. indoctrin- indoctrinate. Sorry. Yeah, um, but also it's just like there's so many evil things that they're being taught and they don't know the difference between if that's bad or if it's good unless their parents stand up for the truth and teach them themselves yes but 
I think one important thing to pray for is just just that their minds would be guarded from what they're being taught and that the school systems would change. Because I feel like a lot of the time the enemy uses the school systems to take their souls from from following the Lord. Because even if they're going to church, they're at school more often than they are at church. Yes. And that becomes their number one um, place that they learn things from. Yes, yes. And uh, there needs to be a, to be some accountability of the people who are actually doing the teaching and the people that are doing the administrating. And there's an area really of solid prayer need as well. But even beyond that, if you look at the younger generation, when they're not in school yeah. and they're out doing their thing, their thing may be visiting with the drug environment mm-hmm. and may be visiting with uh, illicit fill-in-the-blank. And uh, um, somebody within this young generation needs to stand the ground so other people go, you know, what that person said makes sense. I don't want anybody looking around seeing that I'm 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 contemplating ungodliness or anything like yeah. that because I'll be shunned. But I need to know more about God. And more people than you know have a God sensitivity even though they haven't cultivated it yet. Yeah. There was one thing that I uh, might mention again later, but uh, there's a verse in the Bible that says, Second um, Corinthians 4.4 4 says, In whom the God of this world has blinded their minds. Um, I read this article article by Kenneth Hagin, and he said, he said, I heard the Lord say to my spirit, no human in his right mind would drive his car down the highway at 100 miles an hour, past blinking red warning lights and signs that said, danger, bridge out, and plunge himself into eternity. But a drunk man would, a doped man, man would. The same thing is true spiritually. No man in his right mind would plunge himself out into eternity without God. But the God of this world has blinded their minds. And I feel like that's exactly what's happening with my generation and honestly with all lost souls is the enemy is blinding their minds from the goodness of God. And you said a phrase, plunging you out into eternity. eternity. Plunging you out into eternity. Now, you know, you, you know, you could be plunged into eternity with God or you could be plunged into an eternity without God. Yeah. And the tendency right now, if the enemy, Satan himself, has any any way, any influence in these young lives. He's saying, you don't need God. And all of a sudden, these young people are meeting their end and they're being plunged into something. But when they realize that something is a void, basically, it's it's it's, it's hell, hell and damnation. Yeah. I mean, that is real, real, real. And these young people, they've been cheated because maybe their parents didn't pay close attention to what was going on in their life. But but uh, the enemy is at every at every commercial, every video, not every video game, but you know what I'm talking yeah. about. It's all out there. It's on social media. Oh, absolutely. All over the place. So, and so I'm thrilled that you have a heart for this younger generation because you are among them. I just pray, Sophia, that uh, they begin getting the message. One of the ways it's going to happen is Holy Spirit's going to induce his power upon them, and they're going to go, ooh, what was that? That's better than any drug high. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And I think I think one thing that's really important for us to remember uh, is, is even in activating this younger generation, the Holy Spirit is the only one that can truly do it because the Holy Spirit has to touch them and set them on fire for him. Yes, 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 yes. So... One of the phrases you talked about, you talked about a scripture, the God of this age has blinded their mm-hmm. eyes or their blinded their minds. Yeah. Consider that, my listening friend, the God of this age. God of this world has blinded of, their yeah, minds. Yeah. Has, has blinded their minds. 
Could you? I'm going to ask you to do something like a key of a G, but maybe a discord. I mean, even just maybe a little discordy on that, because you know what the what the what the enemy uh, thinks is beautiful music may not necessarily be. So a little little discord. I mean, when I say discord, I mean the God of this world has blinded their minds. The God of this world. Has blinded their minds. The God of this world has blinded their minds. Mm. That is not the way to go. Mm. That is not the way to go. The God of this world has blinded their eyes. God of this world has blinded their eyes. The God of this world has blinded their eyes. The God of this world has blinded their eyes. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what do we do when we know? that the God of this age has blinded the eyes of everyone who's willing to see things His way instead of God's way. I'll tell you something, my friend. There's an opportunity to rejoice because God is in this to bring people out of these evil ways and into holiness and godliness, and He's closer than you think. When He says that He inhabits the praises of His people, guess what we're doing right now? We're praising God. So what does that mean? It means the blindness. They will see the light. They will see the light. They will see the light. Oh, yes, they will. Oh, they will see the light of the Lord. Yes, they will see the light. (laughs) They will see the light of the Lord. So, my friend, Sophia... See, it's kind of fun doing impromptu music because you can't really tell where God's going to go. Yeah. But I felt Holy Spirit in the power of this. My listening friend, if you're driving in your car or listening at home, perhaps that little, you're getting a tingly feeling. Well, that's Holy Spirit saying, I want you to pay attention because I'm speaking to you through music. And he does that. He does that in real time. Yeah. And that is what's happening right now. You know, in the next segment, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, how to become a seeker of God's glory And my listening friend, if you don't know God's glory like you know you should, you need to pay close attention no matter what demographic, what age group, what generation you're in because God has big plans for you whether you're in the younger generation or the next generation or in the older generation like me. God's got a plan for you and me. Yeah. Because he loves you. We're going to talk more about those things when Sophia Leeper, Neil Fraser, and Kaz... We come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K Praise. So, my friends, we ended the last segment with. Dear sweet Sophia Leeper, 
And we, you know, sometimes we use God giving us new songs and we sing those new songs. And there was a phraseology that Sophia used when we we're talking about God's glory and how to unfold God's glory. And he said, she said that uh, the God of this world has blinded their minds. So we, we did a little impromptu song. We declared that that's what happens, that the enemy wants to blind your mind. And so, but then obviously the good part is God's going to intervene if you will allow him. And so we, we were declaring that, and all of a sudden Sophie goes, hey, I think there's a song here. So why don't you just, the, just the first few yeah. lines of that, and then we'll kind of get into talking about what this glory of God looks like. God of this world hath blinded their minds. God of this world hath blinded their minds. They will see the light, and they will see the light of the Lord. Oh, they will see the light of the Lord. They will see the light of the Lord. So seeing the light of the Lord is akin to seeing or recognizing His glory. Yeah. Which brings us to the topic we want to talk about right now, Sophia. We want to talk about what is the glory of God. And I want your point of view as a uh, a young lady uh, that's just out of high school And I want you to listen, my friends, and be aware that there is a generation coming up that have been trained in godliness. And while there is a lot of people that have not been trained in godliness, in fact, there's younger people that have been trained in godlessness, uh, godliness wins out every time. And so when you have people that have the anointing of God, they will be a bright and shining light in a dark world that is inhabited by the other younger generation. And all of a sudden, these young people will come to the light, and that light is the glory of God. I'm going to yeah. have you uh, hand the baton to you, Sophia. What are your insights about this? Um, so one of the definitions of the glory of God is this. In Scripture, the divine presence, or the ark, the manifestation of it. In First Samuel 4.21, it said, The glory is departed from Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, Exodus 33.18-20 says, Uh, Moses said, please show me your glory. And he said, as in God, I will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim before you my name, the Lord. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and show mercy on whom I show mercy. But he said, you cannot see my face for man shall not see me and live. In this passage, we see that the glory of God is the goodness of God. It is who he is. It is his glory. It's the presence of God made manifest. It's more than just the everyday anointing that the Lord uh, desires for us to live in. It's the very presence of God in deeper ways. And just, it's so, so powerful. There's like no words can describe the glory of God. The only only thing that came to my mind was um, what the four living creatures in heaven cry out before the Lord day and night. Yeah, yeah. Holy, holy, holy. holy. Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. You know, I, I, in my earlier days, I because my wife flew for the airlines, she'd be flying on long flights, and so I would get to spend some time with my young, young man, Brant, and uh, we'd 
do things together, but also there were times where I could actually spend in depth times with the Lord. And one of the, you know, when you talk about Moses and God, God saying, you you know, you shall not see me and my glory and live. You know, I I said, Lord, we know that God, you know, there is a face-to-face relationship with God and he did live. And there are other people that actually saw God's glory and lived as well. What does that mean? And then God gave me a nuance of that. And I'm going to, I want your insight on this one. But the whole point of the matter is for not, us not to live, but to die in Christ and live in him. So yeah. so you can't live your own life and see his glory. So yeah. if you, you allow God to overwhelm you, then you then you go, you know, they overcame you by the blood of the lamb, the word of their testimony, and they loved not their life unto the death. And so if you have that intimate level with God uh, and, and you say, you know, uh, we're come by the you know the power of death, but the power of death within that is resurrection life resurrection life, and he goes, okay, because you've died to self because he said to Moses, you shall not see me uh see my face and live but if you but if you die to yourself, yeah, then you can see his face. I think that's a pretty cool revelation that is you, awesome Sophia? yeah, that's so good we've got about you know five minutes or so okay. yeah, and um also the lord didn't the Lord hid his face from Moses so that he could still see some of the Lord. Mm. And I feel like the Lord has so much depth of his goodness that he wants to show us. Yeah. But there is to an extent a point where it becomes so much that we could die. Yes, that's good. And and honestly, my prayer is, Lord, show me your glory as much as I can handle. Because there is a certain extent to how much you can handle. Yeah. But as he shows you his glory, as he shows you who he is, as he shows you himself the 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 flesh has to be stripped away. Yes. Cuz there is no room for the flesh. My my. At the close of this segment, I, would you be so kind as to pray over people that uh, that uh, we relinquish what we need to relinquish so yeah. that we can see more and more of his glory at the end of this segment, maybe you can strum a, a tune and and pray it behind a, a musical strum or something like that. So, let's talk a little bit more. We've mm-hmm. got, you know, 3 or 4 minutes before we have to go into the break. So, th- this is a remarkable topic. My friend, God wants to show off his glory not only to you, yeah, but he wants to show it through you. And my listening friend, if you I almost tear up when I think about the state of this world right mm-hmm. now and also in America <clears throat> a, a few short years ago, um, you know, the ministers and preachers before the the big C word hit and people went to the hospital and things like that. Before that, you know, there were a lot of proclaimers of God and they would say, you know, uh, here's here's what may happen in the future. Here's what may happen in the future. But they purposely kicked the can down the road and they really didn't deal with some of the very, very important things. As you can look at the news right now, as you can look at the churches right now, yeah. there are many of them that kick these things down the road and all of a sudden they're not really ready to acknowledge that we are in the vital, vital, vital times right now. And God's saying, I love my church. Come on back. Yeah. Come on back to see my glory. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think too, um, as we were talking about earlier, like a lot of, a lot of people are, are on their way to hell. And we're praying for them, right? But then also I feel like the church sometimes doesn't address it enough. Yes, that's right. And then... Yeah, I don't, it's just, it's really sad because there should be more, not just all, you know, you're going to hell, but, but a mixture of the true love of the Lord, Yes. which actually the true love of the Lord is talking about what happens when you don't follow him because he desires that his people follow him and obey him 
and become living sacrifices to him. You just said an interesting thing. You said, you know, the, talking about what happens when you don't follow the Lord is part of the communication about the gospel. And a lot of people yeah. have said, you know, in the, in the pulpit, I'm not going to talk about those things because it's going to upset people. People are going to leave the church. And so they violated yeah. their commission. Yeah. And that aggravates me because there are a lot of people that, you know, been schooled in the church environment, but they've never heard what it's like to turn your back from God and maybe even sitting in a pew somewhere. Because I'll tell you what, God needs to have his church to be his church. He needs to have his kids to be his kids. And if we've been fed pablum and it's time for us to get the sincere meat of the word, we're missing the mark mm-hmm. and we're in danger. Yeah, we've been we've been content with living lukewarm lives. Oh, my my, my, my. So th- at this juncture, pick a, a, a chord progression. I'm going to have you pray behind this chord progression for people to seek God's face and actually discover what his glory is like. We've got about a minute and a half or so. Lay it on us, Sophia Lieber. Lord, I pray that you would just awaken your church, God. Awaken your people, Father God, that they would see your glory, God, that they would seek after you and that they would no longer live lukewarm, compromised lifestyles, God. I pray that you would just awaken us, Father, and bring us back to you. Bring us back to the garden, Father, where we walked with you, where we talked with you, Lord, where our lives were surrounded by you, God. pray that you would just awaken us and show us your holiness and your glory, Father. I've got a phraseology here. We're going to close with this, and we're going to come back, because Sophia's going to talk a little bit more about... Uh, her music portfolio as well. But, you know, you use the word, you want us to, Lord, you want us to awaken. And there are a lot of people that are not awakened, but they're, quote unquote, awoke. And God doesn't want awokeness. He wants awakeness. So the phraseology I kind of got here as we get ready to take a break. Not awoke anymore. Not awoke anymore. But awaken. But awaken. Not awoke anymore. We're not awoke anymore. But we are. Awaken, awaken. My listening friend, it's time for me and the whole team here at Come Together San Diego to take a break. But we're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit more about the power of music. And guess who is playing music with us? Her name is Sophia Lieber. We're going to talk more about music and God's power and the revealing of his glory through the music when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Cass Taylor. Back, yes, yes, yes. The last segment of the first hour, and Sophia Leeper is with me. And you know, as I, I was trying to figure out how to define her, she's indefinable <laughs> because she has so many anointed things that God is doing to and through her. My goodness, you could tell she's a musician and a songwriter, but she is a preacher. She's a teacher. She's an evangelist, uh, and she's just kind of. Uh, a, she does a little. I, I've seen a little bit of ballet coming from her, and I mean, so many different things. Uh, Sophia, how does it feel to, you know, I credit your mom and your dad for this. When you have a sense that you might want to do something, they go, "Well, 
go do it. <laughs> they're so open to that, and that, that gives you a lot of confidence. And, you know, when I have a, an 18-year-old person sitting on the other side of the microphone with me, I'm asking them to do a lot of different things, and some people would go, well, I'm not really sure. She goes, yeah, sure, let's do that. It sounds like fun. I mean, really. I mean, that that's pretty amazing. Yeah, no, it's, it, I like the sp- spontaneous is awesome. I feel oh, like the I- Lord moves through spontaneous. Spontane- spontaneity. Spontaneity. I'll, lot, I'll yes. help you with some of these words. This yeah. is okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I think what we're going to do, well, my listening friend, you're going to hear uh, one of uh, uh, Sophia's original songs a little bit later on in this segment. Uh, she's going to sing, and I'm going to ask uh, uh, clarinetist uh, Neil Fraser to, to kind of augment her music as well. But the topic really uh, is something that really commands attention right now. From your point of view, Sophia, as a young adult, Talk about becoming a seeker of God's glory uh, from a young uh, adult standpoint. Because, I mean, the, the, the young adults today, they're overwhelmed with uh, sensory uh, influence, sensory influence. Yeah. And they go, well, what, what can God give me that is not a sensory influence like I'm involved in this now? It's extra sensory with God. I'll hand the baton to you, Sophia. What does it sound like and look like to this younger generation? So honestly, I think it's the same for for everyone. To become seekers of the glory, you have to seek God. You Mm -hmm. have to, um, like in Matthew 7, 7, it says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. And uh, 1 John 5, 14 through 15 says, And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of him. So if we truly desire more of God, we have to seek him with all of our heart. Mm -hmm. And if we seek him with all of our heart, he won't withhold himself from us. Wow. So um, also in Jeremiah 29, 10, 11 and 13, uh, for context, we'll read 10. But it says, for thus says the Lord. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will visit you and I will fulfill to you my promise and bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, Mm. declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all, all of your, your heart. heart. And there, there's yeah. the key right there. You know, uh, you can be passive and you go, mm, today I think I'll seek you. Tomorrow I've got yeah. other plans. And I'm, it's not. He wants to have a dedication because if you have a dedication for him, guess what he'll do? He'll show himself strongly in your behalf. And a lot of people are just quasi, you know, oh, today I'm interested in God. Tomorrow I've got plans on my calendar. I can't do these other right, yeah. you know? And so, But God says, you seek me with all your heart and I will be found of you. Yeah, so, and that that includes laying down other things ooh. just to, so that you can seek the Lord. So setting apart time, setting apart, your, you need to consecrate your attention and consecrate your mind so that you can seek the Lord because he won't show himself to you as strong as he wants to unless you seek him. Okay, now I'm gonna, let's pretend I'm a young person. I'm 18 years old or so, more or less 19, whatever. Talk to me. You know, I, I, let's say I have a... a quasi-interest in God and godliness and even Judeo-Christian values, a quasi, I've heard a little bit about it, and so, yeah, I'm not throwing it out. I would be silly to throw it out, but I, I want to incorporate that into my present life. So what would you tell me about seeking God's glory? Talk to me as an yeah. 18-year-old. I'd say when you seek the Lord, he just gives you himself in such deep ways that he fulfills all of your appetites. He fulfills everything that your heart desires. He fulfills your need for, for love, 
for acceptance. Ooh, that's and, a biggie. Yeah, and he'll and for forgiveness because the human heart aches for forgiveness for what we've done, and the Lord gives us forgiveness as we repent. Yes. And so he fulfills that need. He fulfills the need for a father. He fulfills the need for a friend. And just um, he'll raise you up to become who you're called to be. And he gives you, um, he tells you what you're called to be in this world and what you're supposed to do so that we're not living without a calling. I love that. And you know what you said? He he calls you to be, um, uh, he's as a father, he calls you as a friend. He will call, you know, he will call you, there, there are different people that have are inspired by different things. Yeah. Okay, like in 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 the in the scriptures in the New Testament, uh, Jesus talked differently to the farmers uh, than he did to the Pharisees. He talked differently to the farmers than he did to the fishermen. He talked differently to each one. And I guess you could say in that analogy, God uses a different name or a different manifestation to draw your attention. Yeah. And that reminds me of a song that you wrote. Really, it talks about the various names of God. And we've got you know three or four minutes in this. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to just kind of jump on in and uh, I'm going to have Neil at per- periodically come on in and, and use some clarinet anointing as well. My listening friend, here's the deal. No matter who you are, God has a name that is going to draw you to him. Yeah. He has a name that will draw you to him. Sophie has got a song. It's called the names of God. We're going to have her present this right now, and then uh, we're going to take a break at the close of the top of this hour. So, Sophia uh, Leaper and the Names of God. To soak you in, to breathe you in, I just want to be with you, to see your face, to feel you near, to hear you say my name, to hold you fast, to take your hand. I just want to be with you, to know your heart, to feel your love, to hear your song over me, Jesus, the Lamb of God, Elohim, creator of the universe, Emmanuel, God with us. Should I, Lord God Almighty, and all I want is in you? You're the answer to all my questions. You're the guide when the road is dark. Jesus, the Lamb of God, Elohim, creator of the universe, Emmanuel, God with us, El Shaddai, Lord God Almighty, to all my questions you're all that I want God you're all that I need you're my everything you're my everything you know my listening friend 
no matter who you are, whether you are getting tighter and tighter with the Lord or uh, he's kind of a passing interest. He has a name that you need to know. In fact, it's a name you've been craving to know. The Almighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, all these different names, and the government is upon his shoulders. If you know who he is, he has a name that is perfectly suited for who you are and what you need to be. So once you find out that name, then you can dedicate yourself to the Lord who fulfills that name in you, Mm -hmm. and your life will, C-H-A-N-G-E, change. My listening friend Sophia is here with me for the second hour as well, but we're talking about uh, discovering the glory of God. What does that sound like? And it will be a little bit different for each one of you because uh, each one of you are called to a different thing mm-hmm. and you have different interests. Yeah. But you also, if you dig a little bit more deeply, you have many godly interests. You don't even know them yet, many of you. So my listening friend, we're in the desperate times in the earth right now. And if you are finding your strength and power in games of blood and guts or you uh, like a life that is not a godly life, but you are you're, the reason you're pursuing drugs or things like that because you need to fill a gap. And God can fill the gap properly instead of the way the enemy fills the gap improperly. So my listening friend, we're going to talk more about this in the next uh, hour. Sophia uh, Leeper is going to be with me. We're going to play a little bit more of her music, and we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, deciphering what it means to seek God's glory. The Bible says, Seek me while I may be found, and he will be found of you if you search for him with all your heart. We're going to spend this entire show helping you understand what seeking him and finding him means and also the wonderful things that come as a result of that as you have an intimate relation with the creator of the universe. So Sophia, Leeper, and Kaz, and all the others will come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Welcome back to Come Together San Diego. We're into the second hour now. You know, we broadcast live on Saturdays from 5 to 7 p.m. And now we're in the 7 p.m. hour. And uh, Sophia Leeper is with me. Let me let me read to you just a little bit about what I said about her as I was communicating to other people on Facebook and other, other places about who she is and what we're going to be doing. Uh, I, I said uh, it's going to help you be encouraged about today's young adults in America. Um she will be co-hosting with me as a new high school graduate. She understands the Judeo-Christian complexities in our nation and in our state. And I'm going to have you hear her music as an accomplished songwriter and discover how Sophia's generation is uniquely unfolding God's glory. And that's what I talked about you, Sophia. Before I go any further with that, and I'm going to have Sophia, there's some, you know, when you read scripture, you, some of these words you know, they you take take you aback just a little bit, and say, what could this mean? Especially when it talks about becoming a living sacrifice and things like that. We're going to talk a little bit about that, but before we do, I want to encourage you. You know, I've got a website now, like never before, and you can actually email me on this website, and you can say, "Kaz, love the topics. Uh, I I have some insights on some topics, or I have a new topic I want you to consider." Be careful if you say you have a new topic; you might just be on the other side of a microphone in here. That's sometimes as it occurs. But the, the way that you can get a hold of me 
write this down or just remember the name of the show. <laughs> it's Come Together San Diego at KPRZ.com. Come Together San Diego at KPRZ.com. Uh, you can access me there. You can write me a, a note and I will reply to it. And you'll say, I have this great idea. I say, give it to me. <laughs> and we'll, and, and if, if Holy Spirit stirs that that is a, a valid topic, which oftentimes Holy Spirit does, then I'm just going to say, well, let's do it. What do you think it should sound like? Beware. It might happen. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm with Sophia Leeper here. And, you know, there's a phrase you were digging into it. And I know I've dug into it before and, it's an interesting idea, but a lot of people, when you know, especially if they aren't well versed in the intimacy of God, they go, "What in the world could this mean?" Talking about God's fire and also becoming a living sacrifice, a living sacrifice. I mean, a living sacrifice. Sophia, what does this mean? And you, I have a feeling that your definition is going to bridge the gap from many generations mm-hmm. when you explain this, Sophia. Well, becoming a living sacrifice, lay it on us. Well, Romans 12, 1 through 2 says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will, His good, pleasing, and perfect will is. So a part of... um. Being a living sacrifice for the Lord is laying down your idols. It's laying. Say that again slowly. Listen to this, my friend, because you may <laughs> they may be some idols that you have that you don't even realize that they're idols. Yeah. Go ahead. It's laying down your idols, mm-hmm. laying down your will and what you want to do, laying down your dreams for the dream that the Lord has for you, and laying down your time, and even the words you say should change as a result of the mm. Lord burning in you. Would you say that an idol is anything that you put in place of God? Yes. I yeah. mean, it could be an entertainment. It could be a hobby. It yeah. could be a friend. It could be any any number of things uh, yeah. that you put in place of God. But if you put him in first place, all, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. I yeah. love that scripture. So talk a little bit more about this living sacrifice. Yeah, so um, in order, um, this is a a pastor friend, uh, Caleb Cooper said this, if you're not on fire, you can't carry the glory. So in order for us to carry this glory, the glory of God to our generations, to become carriers and to be a light of the world for our generation, for all generations and for all the lost, we must be on fire. We must let the Lord consume us and consume the flesh inside of us. And he must burn everything that is not of him and become ruler of our hearts. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, We must live an uncompromised lifestyle. And if we are truly on fire for the Lord, then we will advance his kingdom. Yes. So we can do a little heart check here. Are we advancing the kingdom of God? Are we truly on fire with the Holy Spirit inside of us? Then we will be advancing the kingdom of God. And a part of advancing his kingdom is carrying the glory. Okay. And revealing the glory. Um carrying his presence and being the light of the world. You know, one of the things that really carries his glory is the world is watching. You say, I'm a, I'm a Christian, I believe in Jesus. And now you get into a situation and you go, and the person's watching and they go, this person is acting exactly like I would act. That has nothing to do with godliness or the Lord. So people are watching right now. And it, it's probably in the uh, contrary times how one one who uh, who loves the Lord deals with that. And all of a sudden, they can see God's glory in your uh, lifestyle. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and on as the Lord burns inside of you, as he lights you aflame with his Holy Spirit, yes. he changes the way you live. So your lifestyle changes. The Your lifestyle is is proof of what God is doing inside of you. Just like it says in the Bible, faith without works is dead. Yes. So we must have faith and the works come through our faith. It's not just works, yeah. but it's the faith that brings forth and produces the works yes. and the lifestyle and our, and us being a light to our generation. Wow. So in, in that very sense, you are actually living, but you're sacrificing, yeah. you know, um, to, you're sacrificing every day. Actually, it, you know, the more and more close you get to the Lord, it becomes a little bit more, um, how do I want to say, familiar is the wrong word, but it becomes a lot more comfortable when you know the character of God. You go, especially because he's had a chat with you before you go, uh, you may say a word that you shouldn't, shouldn't say or do an action yeah. and you go, I know better. And God, Holy Spirit is very kind and goes, yeah, you're, you're, but you know, don't condemn yourself. I'm going to help you come out of this thing because I've got big plans for you. And all of a sudden, you know, when a, a, a peer or a parent or a teacher used to condemn you when you made a mistake all of a sudden, Holy Spirit's going, come on, yeah, I got this with you, and we're going to walk through this. And all of a sudden, people are watching you, and they're going, this person is not responding like I would anticipate yeah. them to respond. And all of a sudden, it is God's glory manifesting through yeah. you and your lifestyle. It's going to be changing a lot of lives. And that ties into repentance as yes, well. Yes, it does. Oh, absolutely. Because, yeah, because the fire of God burning inside us convicts us of our sin and to the point where we repent. And so we must let him burn up the flesh and the worldliness in us. Say that again. Burn up the flesh and the worldliness, and the worldliness. in us. Ooh. Yeah. And that includes repentance. Um, Frank, Frank Bartleman wrote in his book about the Zusa Street Revival that the depth of any revival will be determined exactly by the spirit of repentance that is obtained. Oh, my. In fact, this is the key to every true revival born of God. So as we seek the Lord for revival for our nation, for revival for our generation, and for the lost souls, repentance is a key factor, including in ourselves. As we seek revival in ourselves, we must repent and we must let the fire of God consume us. Oh my! Play just a, grab a chord, grab a chord that you like, and we're gonna. We've got about a minute and a half left in this segment, <clears throat> and I, I, I'm going to present a phrase to you and I'll see where you jump out but we only got maybe a minute and a half or so if you want to burn with the fire of God if you really want to burn then return if you want to burn if you want to burn you must return so this is the whole idea, my friend, of a living sacrifice. If you want to burn uh, with the fire of God, then you have to return to God and godliness. We're going to talk more about these things uh, in the whole remainder of the show. We're going to talk a lot about the glory of God, but other things and maybe a few more songs that Sophia may have tucked away that she's going to share with us as well. But I hope you're getting this, my friend. God has a plan for you, and he has a plan not only for you, but through you to other people. And the calling that he has for you is remarkable. Nobody, nobody, nobody can do it like Y-O-U. And we're going to talk more about that when we come right back. 
This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. You don't mind me calling you a young lady. That's appropriate, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, one of the things we talked about in the last segments is uh, the fire of God and becoming a living sacrifice. And I, I got to think about this, Sophia, uh, in some of my teachings. I kind of use that phraseology. But, you know, when a person is on the shooting range or something like that, the instructor will say, ready, aim, fire. Ready, aim, fire. And, you know, when these kids are playing these games, it's a ready, aim, and fire. And then you shoot, and all of a sudden the bad guys. Uh, or if you're on the other side, the, you know, the, you're shooting at the good guys. But none, of the, none, of, you know, my point is, the whole point is ready, aim, fire. And I say, from we're talking about the fire of God and becoming a living sacrifice with with His fire within yeah. you. It's not ready, aim, fire. It's fire, ready, aim. In other words, if you yeah. get the fire of God, then anything you aim at, uh, um, and you're ready for, God can use His fire to extinguish. Uh, the enemy's flame, and also to hit the target. So it, we in, in the world, we go, ready, aim, fire. Yeah, but in God's yeah. kingdom, it's fire, and then ready, aim. But you got to get God's fire, and how do you get God's fire? You get God's fire by praying. And I know that topic of prayer is one that you want to spend a little bit of time right now about you know how to pray for the, the lost and um, crying out for this generation yeah. and so forth. I'm going to hand the baton to you. And who knows, ladies and gentlemen, there might be a song in the midst of of this segment. Who knows? Go ahead, Sophia. Back to what you were saying about the fire, just real quick. Um, just like you said, you know, the Holy Spirit needs to fill you up yes. before you can do what he wants you yes. to do. So everything that we do with the Holy Spirit must be on fire for him. It must be anointed. Yes. And in order to um, to reveal the kingdom of God to the world, it must our message must be anointed and under the fire of God. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yes. But... Um, Transitioning to uh, to intercession and prayer, uh, the Lord desires that the lost be saved. Oh, absolutely. He's not willing that yeah. any should perish. Any, any, any. And that includes you and the friend you know that you think yeah. there's no hope for. He's not willing that any should perish, but yeah. all should come to repentance. And in order to share the gospel yes. and carry the glory of God with the lost, we have to have a passion for souls. Ooh. A passion for the lost to be saved and a passion for Jesus to receive the reward of his suffering. Well, that's a hefty, yeah. hefty point of view. Receive the Receive reward the re- of his suffering. Yeah. Oh, that's such a yeah. deep topic. Yeah, because the Lord, he sacrificed his life. He went through so much pain. Like you you can never imagine how much pain he went through, yes. even his heart. And his heart was breaking for the, for the lost. And he died so that the lost could be saved. And we must yes. grasp that in our minds. And we must contend and stand in the gap for the lost souls. We must intercede for our generation and for other generations as well. Um, a thought is, what if your continued and fervent prayers contributed to the salvation of just one person? Say that again. What if your continued and fervent prayers contributed to the salvation of one person? It would all be so worth it. If you cried out to the Lord for hours every day and only one person was saved, it would still be so worth it. And I believe that the Lord will use our prayers for more than just one soul. Yes. But it's so worth it even just for the one. 
to save the one from eternal suffering, from eternal hell. The Lord uses your prayers. And um, going back to what I mentioned in another another se- segment previous, Second yes. um, Corinthians four four says, "In whom the God of this world has blinded their minds." Yes, we talked about that. Yeah. And so just even in interceding for the lost and for this generation, we must pray that the Lord opens up their eyes. Yes, yes. Because the Lord has done everything he can to save souls. He died on the cross. He gave gave us a free gift of grace. Mm-hmm. But the world, the God of the world has blinded the minds. Yes. And in, in our prayers, we need to be pointing them towards the Lord. Open up their eyes. Yes. Open up their eyes, God. Um. There's this this one um, story or um, parable of a sort yes. where if you see if you see someone who is on he's it, there's a cliff right mm-hmm. and there's someone who's walking to the edge of the cliff you're not going to be oh hey uh, better be careful over there you're like no you're <laughs> crying out you're yes, screaming yes, yes. to them you're like you need to stop because you're going to fall off the edge of a cliff yes. How much more should we be praying for souls that are on the edge of eternity? You know, a lot of people, you know, especially the, those that grace the doors of a church, maybe just maybe once a week or maybe once a holiday season or something like that, they don't have that commission. They don't have that yeah. urgency about it. And, you know, in all honesty, even though I have an urgency about it, I could be more urgent because I realize where we are in God's time clock and uh, a lot of people are just trying to kick that can, as we said before, down the road. Yeah. But there's no, no no more road to kick. No. And so yeah. we need we need to get on it. And church people, I'm I'm, I'm going to change the word, not church people, but believers, the ecclesia, yeah. the called out ones. It is time for us to have a level of urgency yeah. about what's going on here. And if we don't, who will? We're called for this. And we need to seek the Lord that He would give us a heart for the lost, because we need to we need to ask Him to give us His heart. Oh, exactly. For the lost. Exactly. And for our generation, because people are going to hell every day. Oh, I know. And really, the, the a key a key component is prayer. And um, I'm, you, I think you're going to be in uh, B flat. I'm going to just, I'm just going to play a little harmonica riff here, and then I'm going to hand it to you yeah. to use that to launch into your song. This is a song that you wrote a little while back. It's called "We've Got to Pray." Yeah. Isn't that correct? Okay, I'm just going to set you up here, and I'm going to let you go. And this is a Sophia Leeper in a song that she wrote that needs to be paid close attention to if you want to have a heart uh, ready to impact other people through prayer, Holy Spirit-driven prayer. Uh, this is a song that uh, Sophia wrote, and she's going to sing it for you in a moment. It's called We've Got to Pray. pray like God's babies are dying We've got to pray like it all depends on us We've got to pray like the devil's attacking We've got to pray like souls are burning We've got to pray like it all depends on us Cause there's power in the tears And when we're on our knees Oh, there's power in the persistence of our prayers. 
power in the tears and when we're on our knees there's power in the persistence of our prayers we've got to pray like the whole world is hurting we've got to pray like God's babies are dying we've got to pray like it all depends on us We've got to pray like the devil's attacking. We've got to pray like souls are burning. We've got to pray like it all depends on us. Cause there's power in the tears. And when we're on our knees, oh, there's power in the persistence of our prayers. Oh, there's power in the tears. And when we're on power in the persistence of our prayers cause he is worthy he is worthy oh god you are worthy you are worthy to receive the reward of your suffering you are worthy you are worthy oh yes you are worthy you are worthy to receive the reward of your suffering yes there's power in the tears and when we're on our knees oh there's power in the persistence of our prayers there is power in the tears and when we're on our knees oh there's power in the persistence of our prayers Well, my listening friend, about time for us to take a break, but Sophie, Sophia Strums, we're going to talk about, I'm going to quote something that was found in the book of Esther when Mordecai, her uncle, made a comment to her about making her stand of forgotten to the king. He said an interesting terminology. He said, you were created for such a time as this. You were created yeah. for such a time as this. And my listening friend, is it possible? I think probable. In fact, it is the truth that you right now were created for such a time as this. Yeah. When you can digest that and you realize that you could have been born in any generation, you could have been born uh, in any nation or state, but you were born here and you were born now for this very time and that begs the question, how do you carry what you've been carried, uh, called to carry, and how do you release it to other people because you were born for such a time as this? You know, Sophia and I are going to be back in the last couple segments. We're going to talk about the carrying and releasing of the glory of God. But I want you to go into this commercial break with this one thought, that you were born for such a time as this. You were born for this time. How are we going to... Uh, hear the Lord and become empowered to the fullness that God intends us to be empowered by. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about carrying God's presence and glory and releasing it when Sophia Leeper and the rest of the Come Together San Diego team and I, when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. 
Well, hello, my friends. And once again, if you want to communicate with me, I have a website that you can access uh, and an email address. Access it and say, Kaz, love the shows. Uh, there are some things I re- would recommend, and here's some thoughts I had for future shows. Whatever you want to say is fine. I check them frequently. It is come together San Diego at kprz.com. Once again, come together San Diego at kprz.com. And uh, talking with Sophia, uh, Sophia Leeper, remarkable young lady with great insights. And our, basically, our theme is, uh, you know, the the glory of God and what that looks like, but not only what it looks like abstractly, but what it looks like in, to, and through Y-O-U. Uh, so my listening friend, well, you know, I, I made a mention in the last segment that uh, in the book of Esther, Mordecai, I told her if she really needed to hear what God said and then uh, move forward, because who knows, but that she was yeah. born for such a time as this. And this is a theme that you wanted to use, too, that, that so many people were everybody actually everybody was born for the time this time and what are we going to do about it which you yeah, know brings yeah. you to the carrying and releasing the glory sophie i'm going to hand the baton to you and there's the baton and it's being passed ladies and gentlemen and, oh, there it, it is <laughs> <laughs> um so like speaking about uh how an esther mordecai said said to her that she had what if she had been called for such a time as this yes. the lord has placed each and every one of us into the world at a certain time, right? Mm -hmm. And there is reasoning behind that. The Lord has a purpose for each and every one of us, and that is to to release the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And as we cry out for as we cry out for a heart for lost souls, um, like we talked about in the previous uh, segment, we must also be willing to share the gospel and the glory of God with others. Mm -hmm. So as we cry out to the Lord to show us his glory, to give us his heart, he will answer if we truly seek him. Yes. And as he answers, we have to release it to the world. We have to be a light to this world. Yes. And one of the things I think is important for you to know, my listening friend, and that is he, you're going to release the light differently than anybody else. It's not yeah. like everybody's going to do, okay, well, everybody's using you know this ever-ready battery and they're, they're doing exactly the same way. No, no, no. God, when he breathes through you and he made you a living person, you are a living Creature and creature includes creativity, and each yeah. one of us have a different creativity. And I'll tell you what, Sophia can release God's glory and His uh, testimony like nobody else can because she's a individual person, and you, my friend, are an individual person. It's exciting to watch and see how God reveals Himself through each one individual. It's going to be different yeah. because the world doesn't want to, you know, everybody's exactly the same. No, everybody's exactly different exactly, in the yeah. Lord. Yeah, and we have to we have to discern and keep our heart open to when the Lord gives us the unction to go and do something, to That's go right. and share the gospel, to go on love and some love on someone and be the example of Christ to them. And and one of the most important things is just to say yes and to do what he says. Good. Obedience is so important. Cuz with everything that the Lord tells us in the Bible, without obedience it's nothing. It's just head knowledge. That's good. It has to become a lifestyle and a way of living. Ooh, it has to become a lifestyle yeah. and a way of living. It has to become a lifestyle yes. and a way of living. Yeah. A lifestyle, not just a passive, I'll try this on Sundays or I'll try this mm-hmm. uh, during uh, a special service at church or something. No, no, a lifestyle ministry, Sophia. And it has to be an uncompromised lifestyle. Mm. We can't We can't just live part of our life obeying the Word of God. Come and on. the other part is just like, oh, I think I'm going to 
go Come do on. something else. No. It has to be uncompromised and fully committed to the Lord, fully on fire for him and just that he, that he would lead you. And we can't be afraid. Ooh. Because ungodly fear or not fearing if you fear the Lord that's good, but all other fear is a sin. Say that again. Listen all to this. All other friend. fear is a sin. Except for the fear of the Lord, Except which is the, the beginning of, the of wisdom. Yes. Okay. So, so I, I, pardon me if I offend you, my listening friend, but how many times have we had fear about sickness yeah. of late or fear about not doing what the authority has said, even though the authority is not really embracing Judeo-Christian values? How many times are we fearful about repercussions from the bad guys when fear is a sin, unless it's fear of the Lord, which yeah. is the beginning of wisdom. Right, Sophia? Yeah, because if, if we are afraid, it keeps us from doing the things that the Lord wants us to do. Wow. So so being afraid, we have to remember that it's not just, oh, I'm so scared I can't do this. We have to remember that it's a sin, and we are not going to allow ourselves to live in sin. We're not allowing ourselves to live in fear. Because yeah, we can't be afraid of being rejected. We can't be afraid of sounding foolish. We can't be afraid of messing up, and we can't be afraid of what people think of us. Yes, and you know, one of the things when you say be afraid of messing up, God's style is so cool because, in fact, he when you do mess up, people go, ah, I knew we were going to mess up. But they, they don't know that Holy Spirit is going to be change, uh, impacting you in the middle of the messing up. And yeah. all of a sudden, a lot of people are ministered to by the way, you know, up. Yeah. we mess up and how we deal with it because they can, I can identify with messing up. Now I get to identify with how God heals that. Yeah. It, it changes the whole dynamic of the thing. Yeah, and, and fear keeps us from being obedient. That's, that's so and true. As Christians, we are called to obedience. Like mentioned before, we must obey the word of God. In our hearts, it must be do or die. We, we cannot allow compromise anymore. And honestly, I'm speaking to myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening and, to you exactly. And You're exactly right. Yeah, yeah, because if we allow compromise... And we're like, oh, I don't, I really don't want to do this right now. So you don't do it. There could be a soul that was lost because you didn't obey the Lord. My. My heart's desire is that when I get to heaven, the Lord would say, well done, good and faithful servant. Not, oh, another one could have been saved if you'd obeyed me. Oh, my. No, you're exactly right. Yeah. You're exactly right. And, and you know, this is, this is such a, it's really a big deal. Don't, don't have fear. Yeah. In Churchill, I think he said, the thing that you fear is fear itself. Yeah. The, the fear itself is what the enemy wants you to fear, fear. Exactly. Really. Yes. And then all of a sudden you're all twisted and turned and you don't know exactly what to do about it. I think this really a, kind of calls for one of your original songs. And uh, as I understand, the title of the song is We Will Not Fear. But yeah. my listening friend, I want you to pay close attention. Sophia is going to minister this song called We Shall Not Fear or we will not fear. We yeah. will not fear. But the point of the matter is, as she's playing on this, I want you to reflect on your life, our lives. And yeah. What have we been fearful of the past six months, the past year, mm-hmm. the past few years, the past decade? What have we been fearful of? And God wants you to take that fear and let him transform it into confidence in him. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the people in the world are going, this person used to act fearful about this. They're not fearful anymore. What's the story? And all of a sudden, they yeah. go, what, what? What came over you? And the person might, you might say, you know, I was fearful in those things, but God told me uh, not to have that spirit of fear. Yeah, uh, because if we're in fear, then the enemy keeps us from doing what God wants us to do. That's right. But so the enemy is yeah. going to lose this battle when we show yes. forth God's yes. confidence. And what does this sound like, this, this song? We've got maybe about two to three minutes here, Sophia yeah. Lieber. 
I just wanted to mention one verse real quick before sure. we go into the song. Romans one sixteen says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, mm-hmm. to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Yes. My, my, my. A song entitled, We Will Not Fear, by Sophia Leeper. We will not fear, though the earth gives way and the mountains fall. We will not fear, though the earth gives way and the mountains fall. Though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging. Oh, he said, be still, be still, and know that I am God. He said, be still, be still, and know that I am God. I'll be exalted among the nations and the earth. We will not fear. Though the earth gives way and the mountains fall, though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So we will not fear. We We will will not not fear. fear. My listening friend, I can tell you that I've had fear in my life even lately, and I know that I shouldn't, and so my wife helped me. She helps me. She goes, you're being fearful. And I go, I'm not being fearful. I guess I am. And so she really helps me. But you're going to have some friends nearby that will be honest and transparent with you and say, that's kind of acting a little bit fearful. And, you know, if they're good friends and they know the Lord, you can say, well, not only what it look like, but how do we get out of that? And they can pray with you right there. It's, it's yeah. amazing the horizontal relationships that you may already have, or somebody that you. I met somebody in the store, then I was being fearful, and this person ministered to me in a Vons supermarket line yeah. uh, just recently, and I'm going, wow. So, if you do fear, it's okay if you're transitioning from the fear uh, of the enemy and his deeds to transitioning to the fear of the Lord, which is the beginning of wisdom. My listening friend, Sophie and I are going to talk more about this, but we're going to uh, put a period at the end of the sentence in this last segment, and we're going to help you with a call to action about getting from where you know you should be to actually being there. We'll talk more about that when Sophia Leeper and I come back. right back. <laughs> This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Welcome back, my friends. What a remarkable, fun time we've had. If you've been with us for the entire two hours from 5 to 7 p.m. on this broadcast, you will have loved it. But if you haven't, you can also go back into the archives. You just go to, to uh, 
Come Together San Diego, put that into your search engine, Come Together San Diego, and that should link you right to the KPRZ uh, site that has my entire uh, list of radio shows. We've been doing this. We're in the fifth year now for doing Come Together San Diego. So a lot of stuff that you can scroll down and go, oh, I like that topic. I like that topic. But you're really, really going to like this topic if you only caught the last part of this because we're talking about the power of God's glory and we're also talking about the power of worship and things like that. Sophia uh, Leeper is with me and she's a guitar-laden young lady and uh, we're going to use this last segment to kind of explain things. Is that okay? Yeah, totally. Okay, I'm going to kind of hand the baton to you. Where have we gone? Where do we need people to be and go in light of everything that you've shared? So basically what we've covered so far is like, what is the glory of God? It is the presence of God. It is him um, revealing himself to you in in such a deep way, like more more than normal, more than the normal anointing that the Lord desires for us to live in. But also he has called us, to become seekers of his Ooh. glory. We are called to seek the glory of God. We're called to seek his presence, to seek his face with all of our hearts. And in so that we can become carriers of the glory to yes. our generations and to this to the world. Mm-hmm. And um one of uh, a pastor friend of mine, Caleb Cooper, said, If you're not on fire, you can't carry the glory. So we also covered that we have to have the fire of God within us in order to carry the glory to this generation, to the lost, to every generation. We must become a living sacrifice. That's a heavy scripture. Yeah. That's a he- heavy uh, observation. But <clears throat> becoming a living sacrifice really is the only way to go. Yeah. I mean, it's the only way to go. And, and, and when you're a living sacrifice, that means you're living, but you're living a sacrificial life. And I'll tell you what, that's one of the greatest magnets a person can see as yeah. if you're living a life that is dedicated to and the surrendered. Lord and all yeah, yeah it's surrendered but also the you, they're, they're going to witness the blessings that they're seeing in your life they go hey I want some of that yeah yeah and and everything comes back to seeking him do you want to be on fire for the Lord seek him do you want to see his glory seek him do you want the lost to be saved yeah. seek him and if you want to fulfill the fullness of yes. God is intended for you yeah. since even before you were born you were intended for these times yeah. if you want to actually experience that seek him if you want to be fulfilled seek there him you go. There yeah you go. That's so if you want to be filled up with his heart seek him then we also talked about repentance and how um, Frank Bartleman said that the depth of any revival will be determined exactly by the spirit of repentance that is obtained. That is so true. So as as we are on fire for the Lord, we must also have repentance because the fire of God consumes us and consumes any sin and uh, all flesh within us so that we repent of the sins that we've committed and and we repent as we live life. Oh, that's right. That's so true. Wow. Oh, by the way, I think it would be appropriate for you to share with people how people can find out more about you. You have places <clears throat> that people can hear about your songs and yeah. things like that. Give us a way that people can do that, Sophia Leeper. So you can you can follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Sophia.Leeper.Music. Say that again slowly. Sophia, S-O-P-H-I-A, dot Leeper, L-E-E-P-E-R, dot Music. Very good. And, and what, what yeah. will they find there? They'll find some of your yeah. samples of your music, maybe some insights, some Sophia Leaper insights that you are prolific with. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I'll I'll write something and yes. put it on there, or even just record clips of songs or clips of spontaneous moments with the Lord. 
and you'll get to see that. And you can also, um, if you want to get in contact or whatever, you can also messenger me on yes. that. One of the things you need to know about her, she, there's a humility in her. You know, a lot of people, when I ask them, how do people get a hold of you? They go, well, the answer to getting a hold of me is all you need to do is, and then you can, no. <laughs> Sophia, the, the getting a hold of her is allowing her to help you get a hold of the Lord. That's her whole, her whole heart yeah. cry. You, there, there, there's no, I have not seen any pride in this young lady. Mm. I've observed her since, since she was a little fish. <laughs> <laughs> and she is, she is a, a, a pure vessel. Yeah. And, uh, and mm. she goes, yeah, I am a pure vessel. Thank you very much. I'm so pure. No, I'm kidding. That would be just the opposite of a pure vessel, but I was just teasing her a little bit. So <clears throat> where do we want to go from here? We've got uh, maybe three minutes um, maybe do a, is there something specific you want to say or you just do a little strum and we'll see where Holy Spirit mm-hmm. takes it or what, what do you want to do? Because at the very end of this, I started the program by blowing the shofar, which was a declaration of God's prowess and power and desire to get yeah. close to you and have you get close to him. But I'm going to end the show with that similar shofar blast as well. But where would you like to go from here? I just kind of, um, kind of like I was saying earlier, just re-mentioning what we talked about. Yes. I think it'd be good to, there was just a couple more segments that we covered, but, um, one of them was going back to intercession and contending for the lost. Yes. We must have the heart of the lost in order to reach the lost. And then also, um, we are called to carry and release the glory and presence of God upon the earth. So mm-hmm. he has called us for t- such a time as this, as we mentioned earlier. And um, just the importance of saying yes uh-huh. to him in, obe- uh, in obedience without fear. That's very good. Okay, so there we go. So just give, give you, you, whatever chord progression you want to just do. And uh, we may uh, invite you to sing a little bit, or we may invite you, my listening friend, to sing along a little bit, or who knows what's going to happen. Because when, when you let Sophia go with a guitar and Holy Spirit from within, ain't no telling what God can do. Mm, so consume us, God. Set me a place that I might burn for you. Consume me, God, and set me a place that I might burn for you. Then become a light, become a light to this world. Would save the lost souls and bring them home. We would stand in faith and obey your word. Cause faith without works is dead. You have called us. Will you have called us? Will you answer? Lord, we will answer you, God. You have called us. You have called us. We will answer and we say yes. God, we say yes. We say yes to what you have called us to do. God, we say yes. We say yes. Burn away the flesh, God. We say yes. So, my friend, there it is. Really. It's, the, the message is really simple with, when you have your discussion with God. When you say yes and mean yeah. it, 
you're on the road not only to recovery, but you're on the road to recovering that which was lost in your life and impacting other people all around you when you say yes. Sophia, what a joy to have you with us on this Come Together San Diego broadcast. Such a blessing. I knew if I brought you in and asked you to bring your guitar, no telling what God will do through you. But my listening friend, there's no telling when God gets a hold of you and you've said yes, what he can do to and through you because, my friend, you were born for such a time as this. It's about ready time for me to go with Come Together San Diego. But a couple things I need to let you know about. Next week, uh, I I pre-taped an interview with a man whom I became friends with in Israel. His name is Chris Mitchell. He's the CBN Middle East Bureau Chief in Israel and Jerusalem. And so uh, I asked him, and it's going to be broadcast next week, I asked him what's going on in the news at the first hour. In the second hour, I said, what's going on with Chris Mitchell? And he actually opened up from his Christian perspective on the things that are going on. And, you know, he, he is like everybody else. He's a human being who has challenges, but he also has entrusted his life to God. And yeah. so uh, he, he's a remarkable guy, and he's got a, a broadcast. You can find it on by just doing a search. For, it's called Jerusalem Dateline uh, in Israel. Uh, a, a dear friend, but uh, he's got insights not only into the news, but he too is called for such a time as this. I think we talk about that scripture as well. So, Sophia, as you continue playing just a little bit there, I'm going to blow this shofar. And what the shofar means, my friend, is to beware. God is beckoning you towards him. So I'm going to blow this shofar as we conclude this show. My listening friend, what a joy to spend time with you. Sophia, thank you. And my listening friend, this is God's beckoning to you as we say goodbye. Thanks for joining Cast Hater and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on Praise. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.